0: Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. We hear a lot about privilege today. Obviously, We are supposed to hate the idea of privilege. But what does privilege actually mean? Where does it come from? Is it really bad? Or is that just what we are taught to believe? There is a law that is absolutely unbreakable whether you believe in the Bible or not, you can acknowledge that this law is real. It does impact all of us. It is simply the law of cause and effect. So think about privilege in that context, the law of cause and effect. Privilege actually comes from lots of good decisions. Think about a family. Family privilege comes from ancestors who did the right things, accumulated blessings, and then passed those blessings along. There's the other side of it, too. Not everyone is blessed to have family privilege. Some have to deal with and suffer through family curses. So if bad decisions are made by ancestors, those bad decisions have ramifications that can last for generations. The poor descendants have to suffer for the mistakes of those who came before them. God began the world with one man, and he gave that man a lot of privilege. Adam had privilege. Here is what Herbert W. Armstrong wrote on page 17 of his book, The United States and Britain in Prophecy. This is available to you for free at thetrumpet.com. God revealed all essential knowledge otherwise inaccessible to the human mind. The basic essentials of all knowledge. What is man? Why is he here? What's the purpose of life? What is the way of life that will produce peace, health, prosperity, happiness, and joy? What is man's end? His destiny. God revealed this basis of all knowledge To the first man. Talk about the ideal start to Adam's life. Being taught directly by God. Being given the foundational knowledge that he needed. God helped Adam understand himself. Adam knew who he was and what he was supposed to do. He knew the right way. He understood the law of cause and effect. God educated Adam. This was Adam's privilege. He was fully informed before it came time for him to make a life or death decision between the two trees. Adam enjoyed privilege. But... He chose to squander his privilege. And in fact, his family, the world family has suffered ever since. Here's a case of bad decisions by an ancestor leading to everyone after him suffering. Genesis 3 shows how Adam chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He chose Satan's way. He chose to decide for himself what was right and wrong instead of letting God teach him. God drove Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden and he cut mankind off from the tree of life. He cut mankind off from access to the power of his Holy Spirit. From revealed knowledge, spiritual knowledge, that would have led to tremendous blessings. They threw away, Adam threw away all of his privilege. The law of cause and effect was in effect. The cause was Adam choosing to follow Satan. The effect was a world cut off. The effect was squandered, wasted privilege. The whole world could have known its purpose. Humans today would be blessed and living very different lives if Adam hadn't squandered his privilege. So we see here with this example that it does take work to maintain privilege. Sure, it might be passed down to us by loving family members, but it doesn't mean we're going to keep it automatically. Adam wasted it. The world didn't get to experience the privilege that Adam briefly enjoyed. They didn't get to know their purpose like Adam knew. God began the world with just one man, Adam. And once it became clear that the world wasn't going to follow God, God narrowed his focus to just one nation. He started his nation. With one man, just like he started the world with one man. This time it was with Abraham. This time, Abraham passed the test. The man God chose passed the test. He was educated in God's way. He was given a test of obedience and he passed. Notice Genesis 12 verses 1 and 2. God commanded Abraham, get you out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house unto a land that I will show you and I will make of you a great nation. So again, we see the law of cause and effect and its connection to privilege The cause here would be Abraham obeying God. His name was Abram until he passed the test. But if Abraham obeyed God, the cause, his descendants would become great. That's the effect. His descendants would enjoy undeserved privilege. Passed on to them from the obedience of Abraham. God blessing Abraham's descendants thanks to Abraham's obedience. This was a promise. Abraham's descendants were guaranteed greatness if Abraham would obey. That was the one condition. That was the great obedience test. This would determine whether Abraham would pass along epic, gigantic privilege to his descendants. The thing is, Abraham was at the center of world commerce, the center of civilization in Babylon. This is this was a huge test for Abraham to uproot his whole family and his entire life and move away from the glory of Babylon. Abraham was already living a rich, abundant, satisfying life. And yet He trusted in God's promise. Abraham saw the big picture. And he didn't just want blessings for himself, he wanted everyone who came after him to be blessed, to experience privilege. He wanted his descendants, thousands of years after he was gone, to be privileged. So, Abraham obeyed God. Very simply, so Abram departed. He never talked back. He never tried to sway God to change his mind. He just departed, he did what he was told. And he obtained a miraculous blessing for all of his physical descendants. Abraham became the father of Israel. And his descendants are all over the world today being richly blessed. And we descendants of Abraham don't deserve any of it. Remember, God just said, Abraham, if you obey, I will make you a great nation. Abraham's descendants would become a great nation thanks to Abraham's obedience. Not thanks to the the obedience of the descendants. This was an unconditional promise once it went into effect. Once Abraham obeyed, His descendants would be blessed. No doubt about it. Privileged. Very, very privileged. And it just shows this law of cause and effect applies to everybody. It applied to the first man in the world, Adam. It applied to the first man who would become the founder of God's nation, Israel. And it applies to all of us as well. There is a law of cause and effect. We all have an opportunity to pass blessings on to those after us. And that's quite an awesome, exciting thought. That we can obey God. And cause our children, our grandchildren, and beyond to be blessed. The thing is, with Abraham's obedience, although it did guarantee blessings to his family, it didn't necessarily mean that his descendants would stay great forever. They would start out with a lot of blessings. They would keep their blessings for a while. But then if those descendants didn't start to obey, well, they would start to experience that law of cause and effect as well. In fact, those descendants did have a lot of trouble obeying God. And so God delayed the most exciting of the blessings of Abraham by thousands of years until really just a couple hundred years ago, at which point you can see in history, a nation and an empire rising to dominance faster than the world has ever seen one great nation and one great empire. You have the United States of America, by far the most blessed and powerful nation in world history. You have the British empire, which was a blessing to the entire world. They improved lives everywhere they went. No empire is perfect, but they made the world in general, a better place. And these two groups, the one nation and the one empire are part of the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham of his descendants being blessed, enjoying privilege, undeserved, but still great blessings and privilege in these nations. There are a lot of details we won't get into today in the United States and Britain in Prophecy. Again, available to you for free at thetrumpet.com. But you can think about instances in American history, for example, where even Abraham Lincoln, about 150 years ago, was saying that we Americans have forgotten God. Abraham Lincoln, perhaps our greatest president, was saying that we were being cursed with the Civil War because we had forgotten God. And when he said that, it was only about 60 years after America really started to become powerful. The Louisiana Purchase in the early 1800s doubled the size of the nation. And just when it seemed like America would really start to take off, the nation was almost fractured by civil war. Still, the law of cause and effect. Receiving the unconditional blessings of Abraham, but also being cursed by a deadly bloody war that would cost about 600000 700000 American lives because the descendants were not obeying God. Abraham obeyed God. He did his part for the descendants to receive blessings and privilege, but the descendants also had forgotten God and had to pay the penalty for it. Cause and effect. There's privilege, but there's also curses that come When we disobey God, no matter how much those who came before us can reserve privilege for us, if we don't obey God at some point, we will feel the pain of that. This is really just vibrant, fascinating, scintillating history though. America and Britain spreading around the world there's a map here in this book the united states and britain in prophecy showing the various territories held by the us and britain at the peak of their powers and really the territory extends into every time zone there's a there's a gray outline around every continent on earth Because not only did the U.S. and Britain control a lot of land, they controlled all the sea lanes as well. They controlled who came and went on the high seas. So basically, they had a lot of land plus a border, an outline around all of the continents where the ships would go. The British Empire controlled India, Australia, New Zealand, much of Africa. America, of course, had plenty of islands and bases around the world. The Philippines. Just so much power and influence. And they were able to spread their blessings from Abraham to other people, too. What an incredible example of privilege being passed down through the generations, the blessings of obedience. It's really so simple. And it's not just about you and me and being blessed in our individual lives. We can pass it on. That's so exciting. That is really a major lesson from the life of Abraham. Not only did he leave Babylon and move his entire family where God told him to move, but he also was willing to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, even though he had waited until he was 100 years old to have Isaac. It was really hard for Abraham to commit to this and obey God in this area to give up his only son with Sarah. And yet he came to the point of almost making contact with Isaac with his knife until God told him not to just absolute obedience from Abraham. He was willing to do whatever it took. God saw that and blessed him beyond his wildest imagination. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Here is the choice we have to make. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both you and your seed may live. See, it is the tree of life. It is the way of life. We make that choice for ourselves individually and for our seed, our children, grandchildren, and everyone who comes after us. Those blessings of life will extend down through the generations. We can pass on our privilege Oh, that naughty word. We can pass on our privilege to our family. Of course, eventually, they'll have to choose to obey God too, or those blessings will start to disappear. But still, giving our family a great start to life, giving them a chance to simply make the right choice, To obey God so that their blessings from us may continue. We can pass along generational blessings and privilege by simply obeying God. We have the contrast between Adam, given the privilege of true education, being taught directly by God himself, and yet squandering that privilege and causing the world to be cut off. The world has suffered for 6,000 years because Adam squandered his privilege. Meanwhile, Abraham passed the test of obedience. He obeyed God and his descendants have enjoyed privilege as a result. This applies to all of us. We all can make that choice to obey God. We can choose life. And then when we choose life, our seed may live as well. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.